Ready, blow the shell. Coming to you live from the beach at Waikiki. It's the Junior Kekoema Junior Show, starring Junior Kekoema Junior. Again from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekuwama Junior. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Junior Keiko Ever Junior. And, um, bro, like we do every podcast, right? Bro, we started with gratitude. You know why? Because, bro, we never even thought we was going to do this kind of stuff, bro. This is totally off the chain, bro. We, we never did think, like, in our whole life, like, well, because we never know what was on podcasts, right? But it wasn't even invented when, when we was doing radio, bro. Wasn't even invented. Hey, we'd like to say uh, mahalo to the people of the United States. Uh, first of all, United States, okay? And uh, the Netherlands, bro, Netherlands came on about three, four days ago. United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, South Africa, Germany, Belgium, and Italy. Oh, bro, Italians, bro, Italians, bro. They, they fool on the Italians, bro. They get, they get wine, they get... They get Oh, man. You know, all the best singers in the world is Italian. Bro, Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, right? All those guys, bro, they all, they all, all, <laughs> all Hawaiians. They all. Bro, so so we like to take a look at the local scene. Because, bro, you know, the, the local, well, we look at the states first. So we get California, so get, we get Hawaii. Thank you, local people. You guys, bro, without you guys, there's no Junior Kiko ever, Junior. Uh, then California, Texas, Virginia, Montana, Nevada, Utah, Washington, New Jersey, Tennessee, Massachusetts, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. And we got a mahalo, you guys. Because, uh, you know, bro, we, we don't take nothing for granted, bro. I was, I was on side salad. I was doing, I was doing radio on the side, bro, dude. I wasn't even good enough for full time. You, you know what they say? Not ready for prime time. That was me, bro. That was me. Okay, so in Hawaii, bro, Wailuku is the leader. We get the most listeners in Wailuku. I don't know, bro. Why do, I thought it was going to be Honolulu. No, it's Wailuku. Then Honolulu. Then Wahewa. Then Wainai. West side? Okay. Where's, oh, bro, all my boys on the west side. But you know, every time I need to handle something, bro, all I got to do is call away. My boys on the west side, bro, they're right here. And then I hear Kaneohe Waipahu. Hey, we'd like to say how's it to John John and Sam Dem. Yeah. Uh, Kaneohe, Waipaho, Kailua, Hilo. Bruh, Hilo is on board. Hilo, look at this, bruh. Hilo is on board. And Hilo actually went up in the kind of percentage. Whoa. Okay, so uh, Hilo and Kapolei, Mililani. So Hilo, so Kailua, let's see. Waipaho, Kailua, Hilo, and Kapolei is rated higher than Mililani Town, Ever Beach, Pearl City, and Pearl Harbor. So uh, anyway, well, we... We're waiting for the island of Kauai, but, you know, but we have learned, but over the years, we have learned, do not wait for Kauai, because, you know, if you hold your bread, you might turn into a smurf. <laughs> but you might turn blue, you know what I mean? But, so, we, yeah, we, we don't wait for Kauai anymore. But, bro, 
Oh man, so 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 we're very grateful. Thank you very much for tuning into the podcast. But we, you know, we discuss any kind of stuff. And you know, my my my, my uncle called me the other day. And my uncle's retired now, right? He's retired. But when he wasn't retired, he was hanging on Uncle Larry's ranch on a big island. He was on Uncle Larry's ranch. And he used to take my grandma and they used to stay like like for a week. All kind of stuff. Bro, the kind of people that used to show up on the ranch, you would not believe. The who's who of local who's who's. Bro, the who's. <laughs> but all the who's used to show up, bro. The who's. You know, so Uncle Larry used to call up. So Uncle Larry... He ran things from his cell phone, right? And he used to call the politicians. They brought it. They all came. And then they used to come. So, so whenever there was a gathering, right? Like some something had to be celebrated, right? Somebody won an election or you know, something like that. Oh, bro, everybody came. All the musicians came. Bro, Led Carpana, all of them. Bro, boom, right there. Boom, right on the ranch. Bro, it was heavy duty. So my uncle calls me, right? And he said, hey. We heard you've been telling syndicate stories on your podcast. <laughs> so, and you know my uncle, right? He's, and Uncle Larry's gone. God rest his soul. You know, bro, he did good things for us, you know? And then so, so my uncle, my uncle's telling me, hey, you're telling syndicate stories? Like, I say, hey, I'm not mentioning names. He goes, as long as you don't mention names. You know, my uncle, he's still uptight. He's in his 70s. He's in his 70s. I'm like, I'm like, uncle, no worries. Nobody, nobody going to prison. Everybody too old already. Everybody, the, the statute of limitations is gone, right? Like, you know, I think it's seven years, right? The statute of limitations. <laughs> no, it's not the statue. It's the statute, right? The statute of limitations. Because the thing is limited. That's why they call them limitations, right? So the thing is limited. Anyway, so yeah, nobody going to get in trouble. But bruh, the kind of stuff I saw, right? The kind of stuff that we was... We was we was so scared that we we never say nothing, right, bro? We had we had we we had syndicate action going on in Waikiki, but was different. See now now we still get we still get that kind of action, but it it is mostly like business kind of stuff. It's mostly on computers. I mean, you know, technology took over, right? Oh, but back in the day, back in the day, so we used to walk into Keonis. So Keonis was a small little bar. On Lure Street was the opposite side of Polynesian Palace where Uncle Don then was. And so we used to walk over, you know, and Uncle Jimmy Borges used to sing. And, bro, the gangsters that filled that place. But one day I walked inside and I saw, bro, I cannot tell you that I can't, I can't name names or lines, but, but I saw this entertainer, right, from the old days. I guess I can say who he is. He's he mocking already. Sterling Mossman was in there, right? And so so I, we walk inside and I... You know, I kind of knew these guys from like from like the history books and like newspapers and stuff. You know, like when I was really young. By the time I came on the scene, by the time I was like, I was hanging out in Waikiki from seventeen, uh, right after high school. But by the time I came on the scene, bro, these guys was like all oh, retired. They was like, you know, they was just hanging out, having a good time, drinking. And so we came in Keonis. I was sitting down, and my uncle tells me, my, my uncle tells me, hey. Don't, don't look at anybody. Don't look at anybody. Just watch the music. So, so I'm watching Uncle Jimmy Budges, right? And they, and he's singing the Sinatra songs and all that kind of stuff. And, and so, and I'm looking, you know, kind of like side eye, right? Side eye. And I go, whoa, that's Sterling Mossman, right? And this guy was big, bro. Sterling Mossman, I mean, like in, in status. Bro, Sterling Mossman was the man in his day, bro. He was, 
He was, he made albums, he did all kinds of stuff, but he was, and the Mossmans, bro, had Sterling Mossman, had Doug Mossman, had, the Mossmans, they was all entertainers, and they was all the kind, they, they was in the limelight, buddy, they was all the kind, and so, so I, you know, I look, whoa, Sterling Mossman, I look on the other side, and I see this guy, and I never know him, right, and he get on Van Dyke, right, he get on Van Dyke, you know, the kind of mustache and a beard connect like Van Dyke, right, a lot of people call him goatee, but it's now on goatee, it's on Van Dyke, and, and so, and I turn around, I see this guy, he on Van Dyke, right? And he on jacket on, he on blazer, right? And and it was on plaid blazer, because it was, was, was a long time ago, right? When the plaid was in, bro. I remember when plaid was in, bro. Oh, man, people had, you know, these, these uncles was rocking plaid jackets, bro. And then after that, bro, like a couple years later, you see them all down Goodwill hanging out, you know? So, so anyway, so I see this guy in a plaid jacket. And I and I, I can't help but notice that that this this end of his gun is sticking out from his belt, right? Because he, I mean, he had on holster, but but sticking out right by his belt, right on the side. And that the jacket was kind of like so you know you could see you could see the 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 butt of the gun, right? And and like was on thirty eight or something. It looked like a thirty eight special. It was kind of small, you know. wasn't the kind big guy, and, you know. wasn't with Magnum or anything. And and and, and Uncle had on the cat, and we and I look at whoop. That's what I'm not supposed to see, right? And so I, if I look at the stage, right? But all kind of characters came in. But that's how Waikiki was, bro. And Waikiki, bro. The, the thing about Waikiki is that the cops, you know, even even the cops, and whatever, but you never knew who was on whose side. You know what I mean? So, so, Marco Eddie used to take, Marco Eddie was a, was a patrolman. He was on sergeant. And he used to take me riding, right? Every once in a while. He used to see me in Waikiki, right? We were walking on the sidewalk. He would, hey, boy. I turn around and look, oh, it's Uncle Eddie. So, you know, so I turn around and I jump in Uncle Eddie's car. Baby, take me, take me, you know, around. And then, so, <laughs> we pull up, we go down Cool Hill. He takes me down Cool Hill. And he tells me, you know, you see that that bunch of girls on the corner over there? I go, yeah. He goes, it's Mahoos, you know. I go, Mahoos? He goes, yeah, it's Mahoos right there. Because he was giving me the tour. You know, he was going, okay, over here get this, over here get that, you know. Over there get prostitutes, over here get... Bro, I had everything. Everything <laughs> cool. It was like a circus. Over here get the strippers, over there get the strip club, over there. Then he was giving me my tour because he, he used to work vice. And when he worked Vice, oh, they used to go bust all kind of guys. They used to do all kind of stuff, right? So, so he used to show me. So he goes, that's Mahoos over there. I go, really? He goes, yeah, just watch this. So we pull up to the curb, right? And he's, he's in uniform, everything. Get him blue light on it, you know, and stuff. And he rolled down my window, right? Electric way. He rolled down my window. And he goes, hey, freaking Mahoos, right? And this, and this girl, it was a girl. And she turn around and she lift up her skirt and you can see everything, everything. And she goes, "Hey, you fricker. But why can't you wait? And because he couldn't do nothing. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't arrest her for any. Well, he, he could for indecent, but but he started the thing, right? And he laughed. And he, you know, but it was like a joke, right? And, and me, I'm 17 years old, right? I've seen this stuff and I'm going... OMG, right? But back in the day, we never had OMG, right? So I was just like, damn, right? And so, so Uncle Eddie used to pick me up every once in a while when he was working. We used to go, oh, bro. We, we used to just ride around and he used to give me the tour again. You see those guys over there? They, and he used to tell me the story. 
He should tell me the story. Sure enough, bro, when I met those guys, that's exactly what they did, bro. And so, so you had your groups, you know, you had, you had the, bro, the Japanese affiliations, right? You had the Hawaiian affiliations. So you had, you had the, and the Japanese guys, they're missing fingers. I mean, you know, so, so you had all these different factions, right? And, and all these guys got along in old days. They all got along and they all had respect. They respect each other, you know, and everybody had their territory, you know, they had their territory, but you go down, you go down, uh, Keomoku, Right? That's all Koreans. So they run the place. But, I mean, you know, so different places, you go different, you know, and then they had gambling rooms. Oh, bro, the gambling rooms, bro, had different people, different kind, different, you know, different associations, right? And then you had the overall guys. You had the overall guys. And those guys, bro, you had to play, you had to play ball with those guys because those guys is like the overall territory guys, right? Oh, man, and we, we used to sit down and, but I, I couldn't say anything, right? But I used to sit down at the table and I used to watch these guys. You know, and I was 17. I was a fly on the wall. I used to see these guys and stuff like that. I was like, whoa. You know, and, and my uncle used to tell me after the fact, you know, because before the fact was like, oh, we're going to talk story with our friends over there. And then afterwards, when we in the car, right now, you know the guy on the right hand side of you over there, the one that's sitting there? Yeah. So, well, he does this and he does it and he's the lieutenant for that. And I'm like, what? Well, turned out like a couple of these guys was actually on a, working for the police department. There was actually, you know, police officers and, and uh, ranking guys, right? But they work for the other guys. And I was like, whoa. So, bro, this whole thing, bro, this whole thing. And, and not only that, but my uncle would work, you know, my uncle was working a small, small kind for the phone company for a little while. And the guys, the higher ups, higher ups in the phone company was working for these guys. So, I mean, you know, these guys had guys like all over the place. And you never knew who was on whose side or who was working for who or who was really working for who. You know, see what I'm saying? So sometimes, you know, they had on badge on and they, they actually work for the Ohana. And sometimes, you know, they work for the company. And then sometimes, you know, the other, they, they used to call them the company. I mean, you know, and that was the that was the heyday. That was all. Oh, wow. That was the heyday. And I mean, you know, so so, so, so some of these guys, bro, they, they had regular legit jobs. Right. But. On the side, right? They was they was affiliated. Oh man, we see, bro, the kind of stuffs we seen, man, and the kind. So so I mean, you know, the kind of action had in is so, so so this is a, the kind of action had. So with the with the entertainers, right? They had protection rackets in Waikiki. They don't want that kind anymore. All gone already, pal. So the protection racket was. So 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 the protection racket with kind of like this. When somebody was doing good with on show, right? So, so these guys will go and they, you know, they, and, they, and some of these guys will put money behind these other guys, right? And then these guys would have on show, okay? And, and normally you, you would have investors because that's some big thing on the, I mean, on hotel showroom, that's a big deal. And so you had investors. Then when the show was going good, <coughs> so these uncles would show up, right? These uncles would show up and they would go, Hey, uh, you know, they would talk to the main guy, right? The, the star of the show, right? They, they, they go, hey, uh, you know, you, you, bro, you're doing really good, you know? And they would tell one story, right? They would tell one story. And and halfway through the story, the bells would go out, you know, the light bulb would go on, the bells would ring, and you would go, oh, okay, that's why they came, <laughs> right? So, so they would, and they would tell you, and the story would be like, 
Oh, right. You know, you're really doing good now, and Hey, every, everything's going good. Well, you guys making money now. That's, that's really a good thing. You know, you could really use us because, you know, we, we do security and, 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 and you really need somebody for protect you because, you know, the guy down the street and then they go name the other entertainer, right? They go, you know, so and so down the street, the other showroom. Yeah. Well, you know, like, uh, one day he was walking through the parking lot. And, and this guy almost hit him with a car. And we think that this guy was, you know, uh, affiliated with uh, so-and-so and so-and-so, right? So, they, so he used to tell him the story. They used to tell the story. Halfway through the story, the, that, you know, the, the guy is going, oh, wow, okay, yeah, you know? And then the guy goes, because he's thinking about the money part, right? And then he goes, ah, you know, nah, nah. I, you know, I, I think I'm all right. I, I think I'm okay. I, nobody ever bothered me, you know? So they, so they leave, right? They go, oh, yeah, well, you know, if you ever need us, boo, if you ever need us, you know, just let us know. We, you know, we, we're always here. No worries. We, we work down the street. We, we cover, we cover different people. We help different people. No worries. We, we'll come help you. So, so then <laughs> two, about two, three days later, right? When brother is walking into his car and these guys, they, you know, from out of nowhere, right? This car comes like they're going to hit him. And they come, you know, in the parking lot, the Waikiki, brother, the tires screech, right? So the thing make noise, everything. It's like being in one theater, like being in one movie, right? And pretty soon the car coming, and <laughs> the guy jumps out of the way, right? And, and, and it's just like the car almost hit him, right? And the car leaves the parking lot, right? And then the guys visit him that night, when he, the next night, the next night, when he, when he go back do his show, right? The next night they go see the guy, say, hey, we heard something happen, you know? So now he gets the message, right? And then the checks start coming in, right? They start making it. So then they start writing checks, everything. So, I mean, you know, but, bro, we, we saw we saw all of that. Bro, that was, oh, that was unreal. But the stories sometimes, you know, sometimes the stories involve one house burning down. Sometimes, bro, they had stories about any guy. They could tell some wild stories, bro. And, they, you know, and they, they always point them back to, like, you know, but but we we like take care of you. We like make sure you are right, you know. Cause this is a, this is a, you know, this industry is kind of dangerous. And brought it the way they went paint stuff was like, it was, it was oh bro, it's unreal. And then the check started coming in, right? So that and that was the protection racket. Oh, we we seen all kind of guys do that, but we seen we seen all these guys and they all writing checks and they all you know. But they was making good money. I mean, these guys was making good money. And if they wanted to stay in business, right, that's what they had for do, right? I mean, you know, this, I mean, this wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like old school Las Vegas. It wasn't that bad, but bro, they had every, and this, this stuff, like you couldn't see on the surface, right? You had to know somebody that knew that this stuff was going on and, oh, bro. And then when you walk in a bar and you see all these guys, right? Bro, they just, they just kicking back. They just having a drink. They just hanging out, right? Bro, you, you think that they are, they're just customers. <laughs> like, bro, these guys watching the place. I mean, bro, so I used to go in Monaco. So one place we used to go was Pico Bar. Oh, man, Pico Bar. Okay, so so I used to go to Pico Bar in Monaco. And I was young, bro. And I, I was tagging along, right? And I was sitting down and they were serving me 7-Up. <laughs> they were serving me 7-Up and... I don't know, Shirley Temple, they were mixing with some fruit juice or something. I don't know. They was giving me all kinds of stuff. Anything but alcohol, right? So they was making all kinds of grenadine. They was putting all kinds of stuff inside. And so, so I would sit down at the table and, and, you know, my uncle's friends used to come by and say, Hey, Bob, yeah, it's snowing in the bathroom. 
And I used to go, what? Snoring? I said, Uncle, snoring in the bathroom? What the hell? He goes, never mind, never mind. Watch the music. Right? So we used to watch the music. Bro, all kind of guys would say that. Brother, who's who of Waikiki used to hang out at Pico Bar? Because the bar was still, the bar was still four o'clock. So, the, you know, these guys would hang out, right, play music. And then when they power their show, you know, when they power their gigs and stuff like that, they, they go to Pico Bar, they go hang out at Pico Bar, right? Oh, well, bro, it was, was, was really nice, brother. The music, the music was first class. Not only that, but you could see all these different musicians and they all came, man. These is a who's who, bro. And, and some of the guys, you only know them for Hawaiian music, right? But when they come over there and the guys call them up, bro, they're doing any kind of songs. I mean, they, they're doing all kinds of genres. They're doing, bro, they, I mean, really ex- displaying the talent. You know what I mean? Stuff they cannot do because they're known for certain things. You know what I mean? Bro, I, I don't know if you guys ever saw Roland Casimiro get down with some, with, with some alternative, with some the kind, but... Oh, bro, he used to play, you know, contemporaries and, and stuff that he never do because with his brother, right, Robert and Roland Casimero, it's all Hawaiian. He used to do all Hawaiian. Oh, but Roland could play anything, bro. He, he used to jam. So everybody used to come down. One day I walk inside, one night I walk inside, had, had Olomana, Jerry Santos, and Robert Beaumont was sitting on the table. So, I mean, you know, that, I mean, you never knew who you was going to see. And then when you saw the performance, you saw him jam. It's like on treat, but and it's like on one in a lifetime, once in a lifetime thing, right? Because they, they don't always get together. So whenever you saw them, like, oh, you got to pay attention. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this, right? So, so right, I was just enjoying. Pretty soon, these guys start coming from the bathroom and they start talking about, oh, bro, you have plenty of snow inside that. Man, bugger, snowing. And it snow, and I keep asking my uncle, he says, shut up and watch the music. So I, I, shut, I shut up and watch the music, right? And so pretty soon, this guy come back from the bathroom. And so my uncle goes in the bathroom, right? And then he's turned, and he goes in, the, and then he comes back. And then pretty soon, but this guy starts talking about, you know, snow and, and whatever. And and I turned to my uncle's friend, I said, what are you talking about, snow? And he goes, well, they, they, they're talking about drugs. <laughs> so they was talking about cocaine, Hawaiians. They was talking about cocaine. Was snowing in the bathroom. So they, bro, these guys had code words for, but cocaine was all over Waikiki. But you could go in, a, but you go in the clubs and the discos, bro, and they was cutting lines on the table. Bro, it was was off the chain. These guys, and and not only that, but had some cops, right? and you knew the cops because you you know you seen them, and then some of them was working undercover. Some of them, you know, some of them was in uniform. And you see them the next night and One night they're in uniform The next night they ain't playing clothes, detail I mean, different kind of stuff And some of these guys were sitting right next to the guys That are doing the stuff And they, hey, how come he not kind of Oh, he, he, he's with us <laughs> I mean, you know, stuff like that But that's the kind of power these guys had Bro, they had power And and, and nobody bro, nobody got arrested Nobody, you know In fact, in fact, one night was driving home I was driving home with my uncle's friend And he was on cop and he, and he was, we, we took the, the route by Pikoi. So we came up by Kiki, we came down Kapiolani, went up Pikoi. And brother went punch him. He had, he had on, he had on SS one, uh, uh, what is that? Was Chevy, uh, SS. And he went punch him. And, wah, right up Pikoi. Brother went, when bike officer was solo bike. Wait, turn on his light, everything pull us over, right? So I, I'm in the back seat and, but I'm not scared because I know he won cop, right? So he take out his badge, he show the guy, the guy is like, oh, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no worries, but no worries. Because <laughs> he was cop, right? Oh, but good fun. Good fun them days. So, so yeah, but we seen all that kind of stuff down Waikiki. Well, Waikiki was ramping with the kind. I mean, but so, so nobody, nobody could make trouble in Waikiki because, bro, that, that place was tight. That was like a tight knit community. And everybody you go, bro, you knew people. Like, everybody. Had had the uncles inside, and those uncles was part of the other uncles. And you go to the other bar, you see the other uncles. It's the same club. Oh man, I tell you, but the kind the kind of action had, and the kind the kind of stuff we see, you know, it's cool, man. But but no matter kind uh, today, different, kind of the same but different. You still get influence. You still get the kind, but but it's, it's not like the old days. But the old days, oh man. Tell you, Hoings. So, so you know, but somebody, so my uncle, he's, he's telling me, hey, I heard you doing this broadcast. Well, he call him broadcast. Well, actually, he don't know podcast. Yeah, I heard you doing this broadcast. He's talking about, talking about the old days. He's talking about syndicates. And he's talking about the guy, right? So, yeah, but, but he's like, he's like, oh, like, hey, hey, you better not the guy. Some of these guys are still, still alive. And I'm like, hey, no worries, uncle. Don't mention any names. I mean, you know, but, but that's the thing, right? So when when you when you see things from that angle, right, and then you see the you know the other side, you know, for example, like a lot of the Korean businesses, right. So you see a lot of these guys on Kemok, right, and you see these dress shops and these clothing stores and and all this stuff, bro. A lot of these places, bro, they are not even they're not even doing business. You know what I mean? Like not enough for survive, but but that's only fronts. That's all fronts. And that's not that's not fronts for drugs and stuff like that. That's fronts for lose money. <laughs> that's right. Because the guys that are making the real money is in the bar, right? And then they put up that that one business here that's just they, they just throw money inside and they just write them off. And there are probably plenty of businesses like that. And and one of the bro, one of these places that would blow my mind was when we was actually one gambling place, right? But in the front was was this arcade. And they only had they only had like like five arcade machines, right? And and bro, you hardly saw anybody in there. I mean, we used to pass like we used to pass by was was right on the corner of Baratania and uh, the kind of Macaulay. It, the, the building not even there anymore. They got a brand new building, but but we used to pass right, and we used to always look. I used to look because because I knew what was in the back, right? Bro, I had one big gambling room in the back. Had all kind of machines. Had a kind of quarter machines, had all, all this stuff. And when we went inside there, right? So my friend, he took me inside and, you know, had cameras, everything, knock on the door, you know, press the buzz or whatever. And it, the guy, the guy looked on the camera, oh, that's them. And it, they let us inside, right? When we go inside, bro, all these cocktail waitresses from Waikiki with their tips, bro, they're playing, they're playing quarter machines, they're playing quarter machines. And I mean, you know, it's a, bro, sometimes they make money, you know what I mean? Sometimes they cash out, right? But they all stay and they stay in the uniforms, right? You go, you go, hey, that's one, that's one the kind, uh, uniform for the kind hotel. You, you know, I don't like mentioning the name, right? But we knew, we, we knew because the, the, the outfit, right? Right? You know, you can see it. Oh, okay. Well, that's the Aloha print that so and so uses for the hotel. And all these waitresses, bad, good for, but in the front, Right? Only had like five pinball machines. And like pinball machines. Like old pinball machines. Nobody ever played the machines. But every time we pass the place, I always look, buzzer empty. Right? But when you press the buzzer, if they know you and they let you in, that room is full. Oh, my God. And that one, bro, they run them 
24-7, you go inside, and people used to smoke inside there, so it was kind of, it was kind of smoky, but, bro, they, whatever you like, they get, they get sandwiches, they get food, they get everything, and they just, they just join their quarters inside, of, you know, because the, the, the food and all, bro, that's lost leader, these guys was going, bro, quarter machines, everything, bro, whoo, the old days, man, I tell you, and, and, you know, so, so, the, the thing was good was that if you went with these uncles, right, because I was young, you go with these uncles, but they take care of you to give you any kind. So we, you know, there was always more than enough money. There was like, like grinds. There was like all this kind of stuff, right? And and they always they always told you they you know they try they try prep you, right? They they, they always told you, bro, no say nothing, but you never see nothing, eh? you never see nothing. No, I never see nothing. But so so at one point I, I thought I had a vision problem because I like I never seen nothing, right? I remembered everything, but I never seen nothing, right? Oh, bro, was 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 that kind? But that was the old days, you know. Things things are changing and things are getting better. I mean, you know, just think about think about the way things used to be, Hawaiians, right? And you know the law of attraction, right? The law of attraction is when you start focusing, because you know I got out of that world, right? And then as soon as I got out of that world, I started focusing on better stuff. You know, I started focusing on businesses. I started focusing on, on other things. And then pretty soon, everything would change. Everything would change. You know, good stuff started happening. But, you know, now, right, you look around. I mean, before, people used to smoke in restaurants. People used to smoke in elevators in the hotel and stuff like that. But they don't even do that kind of stuff anymore. You know what I mean? So, I mean, everything is getting better. A lot of people... A lot of people, oh, bro, it's getting worse, bro, because development and, and this and that. and Yeah, there's certain things, right? Because you, you don't like go put buildings on the mountain. You know what I mean? But you know, you don't like go take parks and, and rip them up and then go put all cement and all that kind of But you don't like do that kind of stuff. I mean, you like do them in the, in the city, but in the country, bro, you got to leave the country country. You know what I'm saying? Pretty soon, where we going to put the horses? Where we going to put the cows? Where we going to put all that, Right? Where the cowboy is going? Pretty soon, no more cowboys. Why? Because no more cows, right? If no more cows, no can get cowboys. You know what I mean? No more cows and horses. What, what the cowboy is going to ride? Motorbike, right? You know, then that's not cowboy already. But yeah, but things are getting better. But you just got to look at the stuff that's going right, you know? And that's a lot of attraction. You focus on what's going right, not what's going wrong, you know? But but I'm really proud of the younger generation because this younger generation, bro, they really get... They, they really get focused and, and they're focusing on, on preserving. You know, they, they're focusing on uh, ecology. They're focusing on keeping, keeping things, you know, uh, relatively, you know, the country, country and stuff like that. But, but um, you know, they, they, they're really focusing on, on the desecration that's going on. And, and by, I mean, if you're building one big building that's sticking out like a sore thumb on the top of a sacred mountain, you know, I think I think something needs to be done, right? You need to you need to look at that. And bro, these guys, I give them credit. They so far for you guys in the mainland listening to this, you guys overseas listening to this. Uh, so far, it's a uh, Hawaiian Hawaiians one uh, state government zero. Uh, so they, so so far, nothing's been built on the Mauna, and these guys uh, have prevailed because they have stuck it out. And uh, oh, I, I, I gotta go, Hawaiians. But yeah. Nah, they stuck them out and <laughs> and they would dance on the road and now <laughs> I think I think they would put some money on top because nobody's building up there yet. Ah oh, man. Hey wanna take uh Island Club and Spa 
And uh, I want to thank my uncle for reminding me about Syndicate stories so he can tell more Syndicate stories now. And uh, hey, we'd like to thank Voice Master Enterprises. And we'd like to thank AFM Hawaii Music featuring the music of Darren Chinen. And you can download them on iTunes, everything. And until next time, this is Junior Keiko, we have a genius name, Mahalo, and Aloha.